Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. There's an is in here. Beautiful goal. Walcott! What a goal! It's been flicked in by Alexis Sanchez. A quality goal from the Gunners. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. For the week of Monday, the 13th of December, I'm your host, Russell Hargreaves. On this week's show, Per Mertesacker talks about this week's Champions League draw and also his recovery from injury. We celebrate our current number 19's birthday in our history lesson. And of course, Adrian Clark is back with another edition of the Chalkboard. We kick off as ever, though, by looking back at the weekend's action with our Arsenal Insider. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Well, before we look back at the weekend, Arsenal qualified top of Group A in the Champions League thanks to a Lucas Perez hat-trick in Basel last midweek. Alexis, 30 yards from goal, turns to face it, flicks it over the top. It's all the way through. Here's an opportunity. It's square to Lucas Perez, who tucks it away. Ozil threads it through, it's Gibbs again, he drives towards goal, it's saved, but who's there to follow up and score his second goal of the night? Lucas Perez! And it's threaded through a gap, which is read well by Gibbs on the halfway line, cuts out the pass, through it goes, that's a strong one, but Lucas Perez will get there, right foot shot, it's a hat-trick for Lucas Perez! Well, certainly a timely contribution from Lucas there. I'm delighted to say that Tom Watt joins me now. Uh, Tom, we'll start there if we can. What have you made of Lucas? And uh, this was certainly a big step up, wasn't it? And hopefully one that bodes well for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got to say I was absolutely amazed. Um, you would not have had him down for a hat-trick away from home in the Champions League. And um, so uh, absolutely fair play to him. It's um, They were kind of... Uh, Goal scorers' goals, really, um, and obviously he's had one great season in his career last season with uh, with Deportivo, and you know I don't I, I don't think he's going to become a, a kind of uh, a regular first teamer anytime soon, but that's fantastic to have um, waiting to come on in a game a game like that. And obviously, Tom, strength in depth across the board, needless to say, is vital, isn't it? And it's just another little indication of that, in perhaps one of the areas that maybe needs it more than some. Yeah, although I'll be honest with you, those kind of those wide positions. I mean, I don't know, you know, whether the boss has, has kind of bought Perez as someone who he thinks can play down the middle eventually. Um, but um, you know, I think Theo and uh, and the Ox are arguably having their best seasons in Arsenal shirts. Obviously, Lexi Sanchez has been playing off wide since he came to the club. It's only this year that he started playing down the middle. So I, I think we're already kind of. Already got some talent in in that position. I, th- I think he'll have to 
you know, despite the hat-trick, he's, he's going to have to wait his turn, Lucas. Now, the clock ticks down to the Champions League draw, eagerly awaited to find out who Arsenal are going to play in the last 16 in the new year. Uh, let's hear the boss's thoughts on that, first of all. Uh, you know as well, you look at the teams you can get. Some look uh, more prestigious, more difficult. And uh, you would like uh, us, me to say, I do not want this, I do not want that. But that will put us already in an inferior position if it happens. So, yes, uh, you can take Real Madrid, who is maybe a favourite to win because they are the holders of a competition. But even against Real Madrid, we'll have a chance to qualify and uh, we'll have to, to do absolutely a maximum to achieve that because uh, it's not an inconvenient fact for us. Uh, we have not qualified for six years for the quarter-final and uh, that will be a, a huge challenge for my group, but I'm sure we will uh, relish that. Arsene Wenger, as we await the Champions League draw, Tom, and, and regardless, I suppose, of whether they finish top or second, we know it was top. I wonder if it will matter or not. It's going to be a fascinating dynamic, isn't it? Um, yeah, I guess so. So says everybody. I don't know. You <laughs> just kind of play what's in front of you, don't you? And um, it seems to me that Finishing, I think finishing top it means we've got the second leg at home, and I think that's a big, that's a big plus. Um, I think you know so many of the uh, those last sixteen ties that we've we've kind of let ourselves down in. We've actually let ourselves down in the home game, that playing the first game, um, and hopefully turning that round and you know going away from home and then coming back to to the Emirates, knowing what we've got to do will help. I mean, I, I, look at the draw, isn't it? You know, you just, you, you play what's in front of you. You could get, you know, you could get what looks like a comfortable draw um, finishing first. You could get what looks like a really difficult draw finishing second. I don't know. I, I think, you know, you just, um, I think the, the really important bit is, is playing the home, the home game second. Wider momentum, Tom, at the moment is looking very positive, isn't it? In the, certainly the biggest of the competitions. And the Stoke win, another good example, behind to that penalty early on, under the cosh for a little bit, and then just coming back so strongly and, and so confidently. Yeah, I just think, I mean, I, I, I've felt this way for a while now. I just think, you know, the, with us, it's 100, you know, you look, you look at the Everton game, you look at, if we turn up, if mentally we're right, then I fancy our chances against anybody. Um, so, you know, you do see games now where we still we're still kind of going to places like Old Trafford uh, and not not being on it, not being on it. Great that we you know got that that great substitution at the end and, and a really good goal from our only attempt on on target the whole afternoon. Stoke. I thought we looked at it from from the start, really. I, I, you know, even though Stoke also were bright at the start, I, I just felt like it, we're we're better. We're a better team than Stoke. Um, so if we're at it, we'll beat them, and that's how uh, that's how Saturday turned out. One key person for me is, is Alex Awobi. Scored, obviously, in this game, scored in midweek as well. And a player who's been quite cleverly used by Wenger, shot onto the scene, probably quicker than a lot of people expected, then looked a little bit tired. But I just like the way he's used him of late. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I mean, there's another one that we're talking about, Lucas Perez and, and the position he played uh, uh, in Basel. And, you know, Iwobi's another one who, who from that, 
those positions out wide can can really uh, you know really affect games, and he has affected games. And, and fair play to him. I think that you know probably that goal he's just been a, a little bit short this season. And uh, you know, like you say, maybe it's tiredness. Maybe he's, he's a young he's a young player. Um, uh, but I think that goal in in Basel that was sort of put on a plate by by Özil for him may have done him the world of good. So to come off the bench and and score the goal that kind of uh, put the game to bed on Saturday was was great for him. Uh, as I say again, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I think Alex Oxlade Chamberlain's getting a run and it's a run he deserves. You know, I, I do think we all know how good uh, Alex. Octave Chamberlain can be and I think just injuries and one thing and another and other players form has meant he just hasn't had a run in the team and he's just getting a little run now and you know you, you, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with that I think you know Alex Iwobi is going to be a, a marvellous player for Arsenal Football Club and I, I think to, for him to come off the bench and score on Saturday was a huge plus for him it's also a huge plus for, for Arsenal really well, let's hear a little bit of Alex Iwobi speaking post-match to Arsenal.com, Tom, on the back of getting a goal during that 3-1 win against Stoke. Yeah, it was much needed, even though we started off a bit shaky, we were able to get through the end and it was a great performance from the team. Um, yeah, I was able to get a goal last week and now I'm able to get a goal in the Premier League. I just need to kick on and sh- uh, show what I can do to, the, to get in the starting team again. Well, there's Alex Iwobi and pretty quick turnaround. There's the Everton game to come this midweek. And as you say, if Arsenal can turn up and deliver, they've got the quality away from home, at home, you name it, to win these kind of games. And they need to keep on winning them with the likes of Chelsea doing the same. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll worry about Chelsea when it comes time to worry about Chelsea. I, I, <laughs> it's all about us. It's, it's all about us. And I think, you know, last season's trip to Everton was an absolutely perfect example of what I'm talking about. If, if we are on it, then we'll win the game Tuesday night. Um, and, and that's exactly what happened. Of course, Alex Iwobi's first goal for the football club up there um, last season. I think if, you know, if in terms of level of performance and, and kind of um, having our heads straight, last season away to Everton, Goodison Park is a hard place. It's a really difficult place to play. Uh, potentially, and you have to just kind of go there, and you know the crowd is—it's one of those great old-style football grounds where the crowd puts real pressure on away teams, puts real pressure on match officials, and if things are going well for the home side, can really make a difference in games. And and kind of we went up last season and and just shut everybody up really, and and the quality told, and that's exactly what we need uh, Tuesday night. And Tom, just finally, I know we've kind of skirted around it a little bit and a lot depends on, on injuries, on whether or not Arsenal can keep the momentum and keep turning up for these games. But do you think they could well achieve something special this season? I'll be honest with you. I think, hey, look, yeah, absolutely we could achieve something special this season. Um, absolutely we could. Uh, I, like I say, though, I'm not, I'm not kind of fussing about, I'm not worrying about anybody else. Just if we keep doing our job right, then I think we'll be fine come the end of the season. I think as uh, you know, I think I think we get uh, we get great first levels. I actually think we've got the strongest squad in the Premier League this season and perhaps that hasn't been true in past seasons and perhaps that's why we haven't been able to kind of get over the line. But um, it's funny, isn't it? You know, I was listening to stuff on, on the way home on, on Saturday and people going, oh, well, this is Arsenal's best chance for years. 
well, funny enough, they were saying exactly the same thing last season <laughs> and the season. Hey, look, we're always in with a chance. And it's just been a case of getting over the line, having the right attitude when it really, really mattered, avoiding afternoons like Old Trafford last season, you know, the, the afternoon we lost to the league last season. Um, and I just, I just feel that there's a kind of, you know, there's an attitude around the, uh, there's an attitude around the football club and there's a strength of squad around the football club that perhaps gives us an advantage this year. But hey, we're, um, you know, we're not even Christmas, are we? So uh, let's see where things are come March or April. Sounds good to me, Tom. What really appreciate your time on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. A pleasure to have you back on, pal. Pleasure. Per Mertesacker is well on the road to recovery after being out for much of the season so far with a knee injury. The veteran German international defender has been speaking to Nick Brumsack about today's Champions League draw and also about his return to training. Uh, we were looking for help, you know, to get that first spot in the group and it went really well for us by performing, so by finishing strong by ourselves, just focusing on ourselves, that made obviously the difference. But as well, um, to get that help from Ludo Goretz was vital to finish to finish top of the group, to have that little advantage um, in the next round by having the second leg at home. That's what we haven't had for a couple of years. So we are pretty, pretty very, very delighted with the outcome of that uh, Champions League um, night. So and not even that, I mean, the focus on ourselves and the pump performance we produced were absolutely amazing and I thought even with a, with a couple of changes you know the, the team looked lively and well prepared and everything everyone was up for that fight so you could really see that we have got a really healthy group and a deep group uh, and a deep squad at the minute so we are looking really good so it makes me feel like uh, we we are in a, in a good shape uh, going forward that's my that's my feeling and that's why we at the minute very proud of but to stick to that and uh, to continue that hard work that's um, that's the task and in terms of, of topping the group not just looking at the Champions League but the, the season in general what impact can, can that have psychologically uh, I mean we looked already great we had a great winning run um, as well and even small setbacks by uh, going out of the League Cup doesn't make us worry. It's just, we just... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Try to get on with that, improve, um, speak to each other, find new ways, you know, to to get successful again or to come to bounce back to the winning way we look really good in doing that and um, that's all it's all about uh, um, no self-complacency at all it's always a strive for the next step for the next bigger step and always I think always about the big picture you know the season you want to be very successful you want to be consistent but the big picture you want to be right there at the end you know mm. and we are making the right small steps and in terms of yourself we've seen pictures of you back out running that's a major milestone isn't it in your recovery yeah yes it is uh, it feels great to be back in the nature again on the pitch you know being with the lads as well you know communicating being around them and as well that the knee responds well to it to the to the intensity I put in and yeah, we, we are loading, you know, we are loading the knee um, in a moderate way, you know. The next step is important. The next step has to be always a little bit more weight on it, a little bit more pace on it, a little bit more. So the progress is, is really good. We're not forcing anything, but the progress as well. And uh, doing runs outside gives me yeah a huge boot at the minute for myself to, to make sure that I can be um, fit again, match fit again, and uh, I hope that in the new year, if that continues well, uh, that new year, somehow I'll be uh, available for selection again, but still that's a huge step um, for me now, while running to go then uh, with the ball on the pitch, but at the minute it looks good. And it's Adams, put through by Bold! Would you believe it? Or Charlie George who can hit him. Oh, lovely goal! It's up for grabs now! Thomas! Right at the end! On December the 13th, 1984, Santi Cazorla was born in Granera in Spain. Santi joined the Gunners in the summer of 2012 and we've picked out a couple of his most iconic moments so far. Walcott, Podolski, Cazorla, 4-1! So simple, but so well taken, Santi Cazorla. 
really well taken, actually. Casola kept his eye on the ball, kept it down. Lovely play by Podolski, perfect delivery. But Sani Casola scored a penalty at Stoke last week. His penalties tend to go to the keeper's right. And look at that, so, so cheeky from Santi Cazorla. Doubles his tally on the day, down the middle, and Arsenal have sealed the three points and three goals in a week from Santi Cazorla. And what a beauty. Cazorla and Podolski are behind the cricket. You think it would probably favour a right footer. It's going to be Santi Cazorla. Not a bad strike, what a goal that was! Arsenal are back into the tie, and it's Santi Cazorla with a wonderful free kick. That is just, as they say, postage stamp. That's top right-hand corner, keeper no chance. Just what we needed. And really, that's our first effort on goal. Just sheer brilliance. Santi's played 180 times for Arsenal so far, scoring 29 goals, and he's won two FA Cups, including scoring that goal that you just heard in the 2014 final. We'll have another history lesson for you next week, and now it's time to look ahead to a top-of-the-table clash against Manchester City with Adrian Clark. The Chalkboard with Adrian Clark. Well, Adrian Clark joins me at the Chalkboard. Clark, keep it nippy today, okay? Hey, Russ, yeah, no, yes. Yeah, we're in the middle of the winter, aren't we? Huddled so, up a bit there, pal. Yeah, still got my coat on. It's all good, it's all good. Now, question on the Chalkboard to kick us off today. Arsenal have given away four penalties in their last ten games. Is this a concern or is it an anomaly? Well, the three in their last three home league games at Emirates Stadium. It's remarkable. I mean... There's no such thing as referees being too intimidated to give penalties against Arsenal, is there? Um, I think it's a mixture of both, actually. Um, some of Arsenal's defending has been a little bit loose, I think, at times. They've dangled legs out sometimes when there was no need to. I'm thinking about the Tottenham one, um, the, the, the shoulder barge as well um, with Nacho Monreal. Maybe could have let, let that one go. I, I, I felt that most of them haven't been legitimate penalties and, and I know that I disagree with you on the <laughs> one last time out here at Emirates against Stoke um, I, I just felt that, 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 that Joe Allen ran into Granite Jack. I don't think he had anywhere to go and that the arm was around the face because Joe Allen was about four foot ten at the time of contact so uh, look I, th I, I think Arsenal could, could be a little bit more wiser shall we say in and around the box when it comes to to stand in their ground when it comes to dangling a leg, but I also think they've been unlucky. Well, moving seamlessly on, it's teams like Manchester City that obviously Arsenal will need to be as well-disciplined and as, as resolute in the box against as possible, and that is a huge game this coming weekend, Adrian, but such a hard one to quantify when you look at City at the moment, and obviously I think of the Leicester defeat and the shambles at the back. Yes, definitely. Look, as an attacking force, they're right up there. They're as good as any team in the division. They're as good as Chelsea, and Liverpool, no doubt about that going forward, Man City. Sometimes you could argue they're even better. So you've got to be careful. When they make those runs into the box, Arsenal have got to be very, very wary. They've got a lot of talent, even without Sergio Aguero. Um, it'll be interesting to see the configuration of the City attack because it changes from game to game. It's going to be very hard for Arsene Wenger to second-guess Pep Guardiola in this match because he tinkers every single week. You can't be certain who's going to line up where. Um, all I will say that is in recent weeks, defensively, Arsenal have left a little bit too much space in behind on occasion. And the centre-backs, and I'm a little bit worried about this with Mustafi being injured, the centre-backs have allowed strikers, quick strikers, to make runs in between them. 
an in-behind. Now, and City do have the players that can really hurt you from those situations. Ian Acho will do that. Kevin De Bruyne, if he plays centrally, will do that. And David Silva as well, even though he's not rapid, will make slippery little runs in between the gaps. So Arsenal have got to be very careful about runners dissecting the centre-halves in this match. What do you make of the Pep versus Arsene head-to-head in the dugout? This is a fascinating one for so many different Well, reasons. it is, and it's fascinating because for so long, Arsene Wenger's had stick from the media. He, he's been hammered left, right and centre, and Pep Guardiola has been the darling of the media. He can do no wrong. And I, and I do think he's a wonderfully innovative coach. He, he, his record is brilliant, but he has managed great sides mm. and great players. Um, so, no, but... but, but the fascinating thing is that it's flipped on its head. At the moment, Arsene Wenger is flavour of the month, can do no wrong. And Pep Guardiola, quite rightly, in my opinion, is, is taking a little bit of flack because, tactically, he, he's being a little bit arrogant, I, I would say, at times, in feeling that he can do what he likes in terms Keeper. of tinkering game by game <laughs> and, and, and still expect to win. And they're, and they're not. He is experimented too much and it's levelling the playing field because at the start of the season when City were going 4-1, 4-1, same team most weeks, they destroyed teams. And since then, he's, he's trying to be a little bit too clever. Mm, OK, so Hector Bayer, and I presume will, in theory, either start or at least be available mm. too. He's back. That, to me, is an important development. So how could you see Arsenal shaping up and, and trying to really exploit a lot of what we've just discussed? Well, I mean, if you look, there are different... I fancy us in this game, I've got to say. Mm. I, I do fancy us to score goals because they just haven't sorted things out defensively. Uh, Chelsea destroyed them on the counter-attack. Leicester destroyed them on the counter-attack and it's one of Arsenal's fortes. So, I'm looking at Alexis spinning down the sides. Theo Walcott, if they persist with Alexander Kolarov in that left-sided centre-half position... Look, Theo Walcott v Kolarov is, is, is not a fair race. So I think they, they, can't, <laughs> I think they would have to change it. I would go back to a flat back four if I was Pep Guardiola in this game. Um, but even so, Walcott against the left back is his favourite, especially when you've got Hector Bayer in backing him up. Those two have, well, they're reunited now and the chemistry, it came flooding back, I thought, against Stoke. So uh, City will be worried about Bayer in and Walcott. Okay, so what is your key head-to-head battle? Is it that? Well, they're, look, they're, they're all, over the, all over the pitch, aren't they? It's the man of the moment, really, I think, John Stones. He's under a lot of pressure and his risk management is, is poor this season. Well, actually, I think it's, it's a fault in his game, a flaw, where he's so confident, he's encouraged to play out from the back so much that he, he sometimes, well, he just doesn't know that he's doing things wrong. He's been punished for so many mistakes, giving the ball in, uh, away in bad areas, that I think his head-to-head with Alexis is, is clear. Look, John Stones will be having sleepless nights about this one. Otamendi, if he plays, dives in. So I think Alexis can spin in behind him, no problem. But it's Alexis v Stones. Stones has got the natural tools to handle anyone. He's quick, he reads the game very well. But how will he handle Alexis breathing down his neck, hunting, harassing him all game long? He's not going to like it. And... Um, if you look at recent form, I would fancy Alexis to win that duel. Nice analogy. I like it. Uh, so, in a sentence, Adrian, how do you beat Man City? You beat Man City at the moment by getting at their defence. You spring breakaways as quickly as possible because City cannot handle counter-attacks. That is the way to play this game. Let City have it and hit them hard and fast on the break. 
Now, wearing an outrageous Christmas jumper, Christmas puddings, Santa's fairy lights, the works, my goodness, it's glittering. It's only Liam Roberts, the Arsenal Podcast Weekly producer. <laughs> this is the jumper, but I think you guys, it was a bit much wearing the tinsel and the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they can't see that either. But, yeah, Radio antlers, come on. Yeah, it didn't, didn't have to be like a feather boa. Like, you're both wearing feather boas. Is well. this not the Arsenal Podcast Christmas party? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's next week, next week. Oh, we'll no. say that for next week. Yeah. You're, you're a week early. <laughs> okay. So, last week, I asked you for a possession split. Stoke versus Arsenal, we both thought it would be a bit tight, didn't yeah. we? So, uh, Rush, you went for 54, I think. And Adrian? Yeah, I think I was closer to 50, I was over 51%, and uh, I got a feeling I was wrong. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't even close, actually. It was 64 to 36 in Arsenal's favour. So, <laughs> Russell Hargreaves with the point. Edgy's back Goes out. ahead, 12 to 11. Adrian still hasn't been ahead no. all this season. <laughs> I don't um, want to go ahead. I don't want to go ahead yet. You're going to say nick it on the final day. <laughs> I've never been ahead. I'm do, you, you, are, you are the Spurs and I'm the <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> double game week this week. Everton on Tuesday, Man City on Sunday. It's about double acts this season. Ozil and Alexis seem to like to be passing to each other. So, I want to know, throughout the week, both games, how many times will those guys pass to each other? Ooh, I had a number in my head, and the more I think about it, the more I think it's too small. Ooh. I have no idea. I, I could even give a ballpark. Now, do this. I stick with my gut reaction, or do I tinker at the final moment? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know what? I've got a feeling, actually. I've got a cunning plan. Okay. So, no, I'm going to stick with my original figure. I'm going to go 23. 23. That's, I think that's quite a sensible, sensible shout. These two um, are among the Premier League's most prolific double acts. I know that for a fact. They pass to each other um, pretty much more than any other two players in, in the division, which is amazing. It's brilliant for Arsenal, isn't it, the way that they combine, um, and more so this season than ever before. I am going to probably edge ahead of that, I, although we're playing City away. We might have a little bit less less possession. I would say they pass to each other on average about nine, eight, nine, ten times a game. So, so go with 18, so that's 36. So I'm going to take a few off because we're playing City away. So I'm going to go for uh, 29. 29. See, my cunning other bit of thinking is, will they actually start both games, given the fact it's two are. games? Of course they were. They're the two best players, Russ. They've got to play. Interesting, interesting. OK, so this will be the last prediction competition before Christmas. And then we'll take a couple of weeks' break and then come back in the new year. The battle lines will be entrenched for 2017. <laughs> Love it. Liam, thank you. Clarky, great work. And, of course, we can uh, see and hear your dulcet tones and fine thoughts on the Match Day show both Tuesday and Sunday for the Everton and the Man City games. Is that right? Yep, two big games. Well, that's full time on this week's show. Our thanks to Per Mertesacker, to Tom Watt, and of course to Adrian Clark for their contributions today. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, leaving us a five star review in the process. You can find us on Acast as well, so you'll never have an excuse to miss another episode. We're back on Monday, the 19th of December, and until then, it's bye for now, and come on, you got us! The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.